Hi, my name is DJ Trischler, and this is Process Out Loud, the podcast. It's a space where I reflect on everything that I've learned from teaching and studying during the previous week. Most of the content will refer to my experiences in the Masters of Design program, the MDES, through the School of Design at the University of Cincinnati's College of Design, Architecture, Art, and Planning, otherwise known as DAP. While there's a lot to cover in one week, I try to keep the episodes brief at about 10 minutes each. I hope you enjoy. Good morning, everybody, or one or two of you that listen. I hope you're having a good Monday morning. That's when I'm recording, and uh, I'm excited to share a few things from the past week that I've learned with you. So first and foremost, well, I don't know if it's the foremost, but something that I'll talk about that's not related to classes is I've just been kind of down about the division in our country, which has been there for a long time, but I think I'm seeing it more because I actually have several friends who are on both sides of the spectrum um, regarding politics, and I just see how impossible it is for them to see each other. And so I've been posting these questions on my Instagram that uh, relate to this and relate to my thesis, and somebody suggested I uh, read an article in the Atlantic about deep listening, and then that led me to a podcast called To See Each Other, which was all about this group that did de- deep listening, um, canvassing around the United States in preparation for the election. And it was just so encouraging to see that um, people could talk to each other when they listen, and that maybe rather than being super combative, um, we need to listen. And in my research, for other things like uh, homelessness and van life and yada yada, I'm realizing that in some ways, a lot of people, I think we have agency over our lives, but we don't also, we don't realize how much culture and society influences us. So for instance, in this pandemic, we are all influenced by what is happening in the world. And we're all going to respond differently, but we're all influenced by the same thing. And so when we see somebody, now getting back to like the division, when we see somebody who's responding to society in ways that maybe Trump responds, it's it's also like, I guess, a symptom of a bigger thing. And so when we start attacking people, we're not actually attacking or addressing the problem. We're just creating more division. And so I think we have to accept that All of us have incredible weights on our shoulder. And yes, some have more weight than others, but all of us have the incredible weight of the human condition. And then some, uh, I mean, there's just so many things that are happening in our world, whether it's caused by the government or caused by corporations. Um, But at the end of the day, it feels like we've been pitted individual against individual when what we really need to do is kind of band together as individuals because the powers that be want us not to do that. So I really encourage you to listen to the uh, To See Each Other podcast. A uh, guy's name's David Goal, I think is how you pronounce his last name. And uh, really interesting guy, comes from rural Indiana, um, I think suffered some addiction and has done a lot of community action, community organizing. And um, Don't avoid it just because you think it's going to be like, oh, we just got to listen to each other. There's actually some really strong, um, I guess, language and uh, 
calls to action in in the podcast. It's not just let's all sit around and and talk. Like there's actually calls to action. So highly encourage that for anybody that's maybe struggling with the same things I'm struggling with. Um, the other thing that has been really fun this week is I feel like my thesis is starting to come into a. I'm starting to see glimpses of what it could be. And right now, um, I'm really interested in this idea of starting a course next year that would be like a thesis skunk lab where maybe like I create an elective and that itself becomes my thesis laboratory and I'm working with students because I think ultimately what I want to do is learn how to teach and learn how to create tools for the classroom and um, whether that be like a subject like how do we get to post-capitalism or a subject like how do we listen to each other and um, notice things or whatever. I don't, I don't know exactly where it's going to go completely, but I love this idea of starting a, a, an elective as a, as a laboratory for my thesis. Well, I'm spending way too much time in this introduction, but uh, as I move forward, some things I'm learning from Welcome to Design, the course I teach on Monday nights. I'm teaching tonight about the ideation process and shitty first drafts. And for those of you who aren't familiar with shitty first drafts, I highly encourage you to read or Google shitty first drafts by Anne Lamont. It's in Bird by Bird, her wonderful book about writing and life. And I think that um, this is something I struggle with is just this idea that I got to get through a lot of crap first before I can get to the good stuff. And so I'll be teaching tonight first uh, in second years, just the idea of making as much as possible because it's those first few things that you fall in love with that actually aren't that great compared to if you like take it a little bit further and stay in your chair a little bit longer, sketch a few more sketches or talk to a few more people, brainstorm a little bit longer. We have to get past those like boring, like uh, uh, I guess expected pieces. Maybe we're comfortable with them because they are expected and go even further. And so we're gonna talk a little bit about lateral thinking. We're gonna talk about sketching. We're gonna talk about um, participatory design to get ideas from others um, and even a little bit of improv too so really excited to teach that tonight and it's been fun for me to freshen my mind um, on some of these methods of ideation in my design issues course i'm really excited to say that i've started an instagram account um, for my fictitious government agency that uh, helps people move into their vehicles it's called the u.s department of automobile Ho housing and um you can look up USDAMH, yes, USDAMH, and that's on Instagram, website coming soon. I'm having a lot of fun with this fictitious brand. The reality is that the future is already here. I can take photos, and I'm kind of focusing on minimalism, like true minimalism, like lots of, or less content than lots of content, like typical van lifers do. And then the thing that really kind of coalesces it all is I'm creating a, a list of values that I'm calling damn life values and so it's sort of like van life but um, the question then becomes how do you bring damn life home and the idea is I don't think we all really want to live in our vehicles but we want some of the values that come with living in our vehicles and how do we how do we bring that home and in some ways how does that help us stay in our homes how does that help us have better communities around us and have support structures. And so maybe it's too big of a, a task, but I'm having fun with it. Uh, and then in my design strategy class, another class I'm taking, I had so much fun with my team this, this week. We did ideation exercises. 
uh, on a on a project we're working on to figure out how to get people closer to um, people experiencing homelessness. And so my teammates and I, um, one in Bogota, the other in Alabama, but from Taiwan, uh, and myself from Cincinnati, we just improvised together. Like I pretended I was a student. One of them pretended they were an organization manager working with homeless people or people experiencing homelessness. And then the other pretended to be a professor. Eventually, when we struggled with this, we weren't sure if we should do it. Eventually, we got around to even one of us or a couple of us started to actually imagine what if we were homeless and what would it feel like if somebody came and tried talking to us to do research. And that was sobering to realize like, nobody wants to be studied. Nobody really wants that. I mean, um, there's ways to do it that aren't as, I guess, I don't know, um, top down or condescending. And we, we gained a lot of insight from the improv, but more than that, it was just so much fun. And the reality is like none of those things that come out of it are solutions. They're concepts and it gives us some leverage, um, things to leverage moving forward. And I think that's the problem with some of these exercises or like design thinking exercises. We often see them as like, because they're fun, because they're great, like they are the solution itself, but they're not. They're just ways to brainstorm and get ourselves past maybe our comfort zone. Like I said, for the welcome design course, you gotta get through those first things that you think are great. And I think improv kind of loosens us up, helps us see in a different light. And now I think we'll come up with a better solution. I don't think anything we came up with is a solution though. Um, let's see, what else can I talk about? Um, and then, yeah, t finally, in my other course that I'm teaching, uh, typography, I think, it, I think yeah, I, there's so much I'm learning from this course, teaching it. I didn't have this course in my school. I had type one, but it was really designing menus and books and we weren't really getting into like the intricacies of um and even like the playfulness of setting type in ways that are like repetitive iterative and like exploratory and so i'm learning so much about composition and um really composition how to make a good composition and i think the thing i'm learning and if i were to teach this course over again i'd say like start with something as boring as possible like what's the most boring solution you could come up with? And then what's one thing you can do to make that boring solution exciting? Whether it's like bolding some text, moving some text, adding color. But I think it's the temptation of my students at least to like go for the most unboring solution, which becomes the most unreadable solution and therefore just doesn't work. And it becomes art or as another professor said, painterly. And so I've just been telling my students now, like, set it flush left and then do something crazy. Like create the rules, then break the rules. Create the rules, then break the rules. And I think that's actually, it's working for me as I, I make my own little compositions. Um, as you may know, I have uh, a little project, Meet Me at the Compost Pile, where I meet my neighbors at the compost pile three days a week just to chat and say hello. And I've been using that as like a little typographic exercise. I send my neighbors a text message with all the type and I'm following the same prompts that are given to my students. And yeah, I, I am, I feel like I'm growing in typography by this little exercise. I'm also growing closer to my neighbors and it's fun to see how communication design can actually connect people. And maybe that gets back to my uh, original idea of a thesis laboratory, um, elective class, whatever, where um, we use things like typography 
to create civic conversations, to connect people, whether it be neighbors or people experiencing homelessness, to actually see like legitimate connection through our work, legitimate, um, what's the word, like conversion um, because of our work. And um, I find that very powerful and fun and inspiring. And so if you do too, uh, please send me a note. I know that there's probably, again, like one or two of you listening to this. I don't even listen to this, so <laughs> maybe there's nobody listening to this this podcast. But if you are out there and you want to chat, please reach out um, via my website or via Instagram, and I'd love to hear from you. I hope you're doing really well today and that you are thinking differently than maybe uh, you commonly would. And um, I'd encourage you to notice the things that are not as exciting and see how they can be exciting um, on, on this very day. I'm thinking this weekend, my, my wife and I went to Clifty Falls State Park for a little hike, and I just noticed how cool the bathrooms looked. And there were some really neat chairs that were super simple, but, but interesting. And then driving home through Indiana at the golden hour, noticing the silos and barns and even just the materials and uh, tools of the farm. And I, I imagined myself, I didn't even have to really imagine myself, but I felt like I was out west, like driving around the outskirts of Marfa, Texas, but I was in Indiana. And, and so we don't really have to leave our place to be somewhere exciting. And somewhere exciting is right where you are at this very moment. And so I just encourage you to look around at the mundane and and see what you see and see it as exciting. And the people around you, um, even yourself, like what in you is is stimulating and and unseen at this moment. So I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you next week.